What's going on, everybody? This is the Nonsense and Deep Thoughts podcast. We are back and much gooder than we used to be. I have to be careful with the copyright there with Mike and Mike, dude, right? I got to be careful with that shit. So we... We're back better than ever, bitch. <laughs> yeah, I know. Mike Greenberg's not going to come for small fry like us, right? I think he has that copyrighted. I don't know, man. I don't know. He could. Fuck is up. People bro. copyright the dumbest shit. People really copyright the dumbest <laughs> shit. You don't know. I'm gonna copyright your face. Ooh, that's not pleasant. But guys, it has been a long time coming. I know the last couple of episodes we have discussed how we're back and we're figuring things out. We're getting our schedule situated. Uh we failed miserably at it. We were so erratic with the show, and we are finally Excuse me, sir. What? You were terrible at it. No, 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 no. Stop. My it. schedule no. never changed. <laughs> Your schedule never changed, but we were on alternating weekends. So that's an us that's issue. That's your fault because I was on those. We I was on my weekends before you were on your weekends. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. I got you. But we're in a better situation now. <laughs> um, uh, I, I left my last job and moved on to something more suitable for me and better for um, my health overall. And that's something we could talk about in a minute too. Um, I, I actually did. I thought about that a couple of days ago. I was like, I really, I really want to discuss changing professions and not feeling trapped in the situation you're in and all that. But I guess uh, to start, I, I was fucking around with this before I had to do it, but why the delay? Okay. Why the delay in the show? We were supposed to start, over an hour ago. All right. And this has to do with the new job and another story in there. But uh, I got stuck late today at uh, got stuck late today at work uh, about an hour late threw me way off. So I get home and I'm, I'm trying to call this dude the entire way home, trying to call him to make sure his shit's working, make sure his shit's set up. I swear to God, I called this dude for uh, like a half an hour straight and I couldn't get a hold of him. Right. So I get home, I eat and I look at my wife. I'm like, dude, still not, still not answering me. She's like, well, let me try calling him. So my wife calls him and doesn't answer. I'm like, fuck it. I'm out of here. I'm going. Uh, so I fucking went to this guy's house. Okay. I went to this guy's house, pull in and I slam on the side of his house. Right. Right. Where his bedroom's times. at five times. Is that all it shows you? I can't tell you how many times it went straight to voicemail. It's a lot more than five times, man. From four thirty-eight till five to six. Yeah, man. It's, it's... <laughs> dude. <clears throat> it was a lot longer than that. I think the first time I called you was. 438. I guess so. I thought it was earlier than that, but yeah, dude, I was trying to get a hold of you. I was like, you know what? This guy, I swear, dude, this guy, every time I need to get a hold of him, I can't. He is the hardest man to get a hold of. 
he is the hardest guy to get a hold of. So we've got some more BCMG folks in the building tonight, guys. Competitive Hedge Podcast. Make you check. Make sure you check out Competitive Hedge for all your sports betting information. These people have the info. Get on their show. They are on Spotify. I believe they are on YouTube as well. Uh, they're over on Twitter. Keep up with all their posts over on Twitter. And we have the man himself, Ernest Silva, the sport gene, into the lab podcast, popping on in here. Thanks, guys. I appreciate the well wishes. So, yeah, that was that was the excitement before. Well, you didn't get show. to the part where I woke up with you standing over me, shaking my fucking bed. No, I didn't shake your bed, bro. This is how out you were. I grabbed your leg and started yanking on you like I was going to pull you off the bed. Oh. <laughs> and I did that for at least five seconds, man. I pulled on that leg for like five seconds. Oh, damn. Five so, seconds. Pardon my voice. And I snapped like your eyes open. Sound like a fucking frog. That's I right. Work Listen, six days straight, and I have to yell at work because I can't hear. Dude, the the one thing I was really looking forward to with this setup for the show now, uh, we are live, right? So we are live. We're live on the Nonsense and Deep Thoughts podcast, YouTube account, Twitter account, and Twitch account, guys. But we are also live on the Blue Collar Media Group Facebook twitter and youtube as well so <clears throat> the thing that i really like about this is uh you know all the 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 cool shit that comes with it especially your audio because even though you're not right up on the microphone right now i hear you so much better than i've heard you in the past when home. when you yeah, when you come over I it's I don't know what the deal is, but I had a feeling that it would sound ten times better. So I'm extremely happy about Great. that. One time it sounds ten times better. I sound like I've done coke for forty fucking years. <laughs> That's all right. It just I'm just happy, man. I'm happy to be back doing this. I was excited all week. I was trying to promo it. And guys, don't worry if you missed the live broadcast. We do plan on putting it out on all the audio versions as well. You know, uh, Spotify, Apple, Google, Pocket Cast, Breaker, wherever the hell you listen. It's probably going to be up there. It's gotten onto places I never put it on either. So I don't know how that happens, but it does. And I'm grateful. So. What was that other topic I wanted to get to? I was like, you know, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Staying stagnant in a job that you don't want. I kind of wanted to talk about that a little bit because I am. I'm happy I got out of where I was because it was really affecting my health, man. And I think so many people feel trapped in their jobs and they don't want to leave because of uh, being afraid of how it's going to make them look. But I think. I think you got to do what's best for you and your health. Like I was extremely stressed. I was really fucked up. <laughs> the camera having trouble focusing. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that, that job was bad for me. And I've felt 10 times better since getting out of there. <laughs> Sorry. The cat did something. That was okay. <laughs> but no, I can see it. But the only issue I take, not with you leaving where you left to, your new place you got excited about bringing this fucking podcast back at the worst possible fucking time for me i know i know but you know what it, it makes for good content for the show because i've advertised all week what we're going to talk about tonight okay since but... 
since it's like right in the middle of everything content for the show but had stress to a already extremely stressful fucking situation yeah so what he's what he's referring to everybody is uh he's referring to house hunting this is this is his first experience with house hunting uh i've gone through it one time before and once everything was done i remember looking at my wife and saying i never want to do that again you know i've heard that from so many people and yeah. now now imagine that process by your fucking self yeah well it does suck that you have no one to to talk to about it. i mean you have you have me you have alex if you need us um but yeah having that having that support structure at home really does help a lot uh but in the same <laughs> token like you can look for whatever you want this is all it you was great it was great the this house part was fun the looking that was fun yeah see you don't have anyone telling you no I, I i don't like this about this house or no that that thing's ugly there i don't want that like it when we were house hunting it seems like everything that i liked she hated right so finally i just kind of gave up and let her do her thing let her look let her show me and uh it all in all like i really don't care all that much about what the house looks like i don't i as long as i can live in it and utilize it as i need to i really don't care it's all gravy baby but tell us tell us a little bit about uh tell everyone a little bit about what you're going through right now the whole situation so the like, looking for a house is fun mm -hmm. i don't suggest deciding to go look and buy a house by the seat of your pants because you know my response to starting this podcast was you know just just roll with it we'll figure it out i do everything flying by the seat of my pants that even includes buying a house. I was nothing saved. Nothing. So the yeah. I, the I don't give a fuck attitude doesn't get you far with house hunting, does it? Uh it got me into a contract and about to close on a house, so Yeah, where's that stress level at though? I just went through the inspection. I gotta make sure they're gonna do what I need done and then the FHA part is kind of stressing me out. Like, so what, is, what do you mean up. by that part? What do you mean by the FHA part? I got to get their appraiser to come out and look. And I know, I know there's going to be stuff I have to do in order to close on the house. On top of working stupid amounts of hours to be <laughs> able to come up with the down payment for the house that I didn't have saved. So... The down payment and all the closing costs. Yeah. Listen, man, as you found out the closing <laughs> costs, when they first give you the estimated closing costs on the house with the mortgage and everything, they kind of fuck it up because they did the oh. same to me. They told us we would only need like 800 bucks to close and we ended up needing like 2100 or 2200 bucks. Like we had to scramble ourselves when we were looking for a house. And they did the same to you at first, didn't they? Right, but yeah, so you have the the guess that your agent gives you on the closing costs. 
to put the offer in. And then you get your initial loan estimate and their estimated closing costs. Oh my God. <laughs> I about died deciding on if I wanted to back out or not last week because it was like a $3,000 difference I'd have to come up with in four weeks. I was like, I don't know. Talk about driving you crazy, man, right? But we're doing it. I figured out some things that the first number was actually closer. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm getting more and more gray by the day. Yeah, so what, what were you starting to tell me when I came over to wake your ass up? You started to tell me something. I said, hold up, hold up. Wait and save it for the show. It'll be good for the show. And I needed to get back to the house because at that point it was like almost 630 and I needed to get on here and fucking set everything up. <laughs> I don't remember. Probably working like I did six days in a row, like six, 12 hour days. You were talking about the inspection is what you were telling me. You started telling me something about the inspection and what needs done. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah. So fire, thank God I remembered he was a, an inspector. I was trying to figure out what to ask for. So I asked for some advice and <laughs> what he thought. And it made my decisions like they have fucking drains. I would have never known a drain's a drain. Yeah. They're S-trap drains. Apparently they're illegal. So they're, they're in viol code, of, code violation. They have a bunch of outlets that should have... Uh, not a bunch, like four outlets that should have GFCIs that don't. Uh, was, what was the other? I think there was like another one that would have been a code violation, but I, oh, the electric sheathing coming in is ripped. Um, and oh, there's a lot of junction boxes uncovered. Yeah. <clears throat> so it's all like minor shit that I'm asking them to do. I had to look this up, man. Like you said that S-trap drains are illegal. I had to look it up. Also, by the way, welcome in Manon and Jack Ryan. Uh, Jack Ryan, yes, Clutch is dark because he likes to be mysterious. This is what he told me while setting up. He's like, I like to keep it mysterious. So he likes to be a little dim, you know, dimly lit here. But uh, you said that the S-trap drains are illegal, and I had to find out why. So I already I already I got over why. here and looked it up. Tell, I, I okay. Why. Go ahead and I tell me. Tell you why? Because they can siphon all the water out and let sewer gas run up the pipe into your house. That's exactly what it says here. Tell me you looked that up when they told you. No, it was on the report. Oh, he it was on the report. Why. He like yeah. he legit told you. Okay, okay, that's good. <laughs> he looks like a super villain. Manon says this isn't something. He's he's very I pencil much whip like a, a lot of villain. shit. But I don't pencil it through an inspection on the house I'm buying. Yeah. Now, didn't you say you uh, reached out to our buddy Fire to ask him a few questions about it? Yeah. 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 I asked Fire about it. That's why I said, thankfully, I remembered he he was an inspector. For some reason, I yeah. have forgotten through this entire process from pre-approval to now that I have a cousin that works in mortgage and a friend that's a fucking inspector. Yeah, but he's. He's, I mean, I guess it's good to go to him. I'm surprised he answered you so quickly. Did you just reach out to him today? Oh, Clutch, are you there? 
Okay, so it looks like Justin froze. This is a perfect way to start the Nonsense and Deep Thoughts podcast. I absolutely love it. Uh, and I actually, I hope that it's him and not me, and I'm just being a fucking weirdo here. Let's take him out and see if it works to add him back. He must be having some issues. He died. Yes, he's super dead. No. <laughs> Call the morgue. He's going to have to unplug his camera and figure it out by plugging it back in and all that stuff. And we'll see if we can't get him back in here. But when when Wildish and I, Wildish, I, I'm still talking like I'm on my holy man stream. My wife, Alex, and I, we uh, we had some, some issues <laughs> when uh, we were doing our house hunting as well. Like Justin said that he had the FHA issue that he had to deal with He's, he had to get it inspected and he had to to take care of a few things before he can get into the house before he can get into the house uh before he could actually get the loan for it we <laughs> let's just call her sugar tits works for me works for me and she might say she doesn't like it but i know she does but uh <laughs> it, it's it was the same deal with us we got we got a usda loan which was really nice um because we didn't really have a whole lot saved up. So the USDA loan was a 0% down loan. And you basically just had to cover costs for closing and the inspection and all that. So that that was nice, but they had a lot of restrictions. They had a lot of restrictions when it came to what you had to do and how the house had to be in order to get into it. <laughs> so when we looked at the house that we're in now, it needed quite a bit. So behind the house, there was a hole, a hole in the ground. Like it caved in. So when the inspector was walking around looking, he's like, oh, I wonder what's in there. Reaches a metal pipe down in there as low as it can go and found an oil tank. So that had to be removed. So we had to tell the homeowner. They had to dig it up and get it out of there. We have... Um, we have an old and ground pool that's down in the back. And this is this is what's really fucked up about our property. There's an in-ground pool back there. This is this house here sits on a piece of property that used to be a part of a bigger piece of property. So it's on the same property as the big ass house next to it and the garage next to that. It was all one big like resort property. Um and when they broke it up for us, when they subdivided it. They drew the line all the way down, straight through the backyard, right through the middle of an in-ground pool instead of going around the pool. So this was fantastic. Since they did that, we had to fill in the pool. It was beautiful. Are you back? Yeah, I don't know this fucking thing. I just... <laughs> when I get the house, I'm going to buy a new fucking laptop. I might go back to using Flo's old one. <laughs> now when you were using when you were using flows did you use the fan with it i'm gonna hide my cam for a sec okay um so yeah we had to do that and the the hardest thing about when we had to get our house for that loan that usda loan is i had to paint the entire house right so <clears throat> according to that loan i could not i could not get a house where the paint on it was peeling and chipping off and this whole house, it, it was peeling and, and chipping off. So they gave me two options. They said I either had to 
uh, get a contractor in here to give me an estimate. Then I take that estimate to the lender, give it to them. Uh, we close on the house and we had, we would have had to get some extra money in the mortgage for that purpose for the painting of the house. And then after we close, have the people come paint the house and then the mortgage company would pay them directly or, or, I could tell the homeowner that it needed to be painted before closing. So I didn't like either of those options because one, I didn't want to get quoted at $3,500 to $4,000 to have my house painted. And two, I was already getting this house out of steel. And uh, I did not want to tell the, the owner of the house that, you know, they had to paint it. So you knew? I went, huh? Who? You oh knew? yeah. The, who I knew, I knew the person who owned the house. So I went up to Home Depot. I got two five-gallon buckets of exterior white paint. And for a month and a half on my off days, I came over here, scraped paint, and I painted the house. Yeah, I, it I worked remember, out. I remember that ladder. Mm-hmm. Oh. Fuck that ladder. Having it. Oh, that's the worst part, though. Okay, so uh, this what is it? The soffits that are up high, right? That's what it's called, yep. a soffit. So we painted the entire house. We did the porch rails and everything. And uh, we had them come back, right? So the appraiser, no, was it the appraiser? Yes. Is that who it yes. was? The appraiser came back and he looked everything over and he's like, oh, uh, you didn't get the, you didn't get the eaves or whatever, the underside, right? The soffits. Mm -hmm. Is that all the same? The whole thing is all soffits, even the underside of the roof? That yes, sticks that out over the, the edge. Okay, cool. The roof is where you cool. Stop it. Cool. Yeah, that. Anyway, so I had to get that done. That's not. That's not right. You have to do that. So I had to go uh, finish painting all that, and then he came back out one other time, and something else was bad, and I had to fix it. I think it was something else to do with the paint. I don't remember exactly what it was. I think it was. I think actually it was just the ends of the soffits. I didn't paint. I did the insides. And I didn't do the backside or something like that. And he caught it. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, You're there. really going to bust my balls over this? So that yeah, part yeah. of the whole process is a big pain in the ass. That's why I asked my real estate agent when I gave her my list of what I wanted them to fix before I even called the or pay for the appraiser. I also asked her to see how soon they'd let me in to start doing the stuff I know they're going to look at that needs to be done so I can yeah. have that done. And then it's just whatever list he comes up with after that. And I've already reached out to two of the best people I know in construction to help me out. So I already no. messaged and no, and no Jack. <laughs> Did you? Oh yeah. I'm like, I'm going to need your help. Dude. I spent, I, I spent two hours with a, with an auger Killing yeah, myself dude. with you. Ant knows his shit, man. Ant knows yo. his shit. But yo, Jack, I did not paint the inside of an outlet. It was the inside of a soffit. <laughs> I need to there's some a couple holes on the siding I need to fix, and that's that's what I need the most for. It was not an outlet. Don't worry, I would not paint an outlet. <laughs> but yeah, uh man. Ant would be great to help you with anything, man. I, I still need to I still need to get a roof on this house. Like 
I need to get in touch with Robbie, man. I got to get in touch with him. But you know, the problem is I haven't contacted him yet because I don't have any extra money whatsoever. I, I know the feeling. <laughs> Dude, we are <laughs> we're so far behind. Money sucks. Paying for bills sucks. Adulting sucks. <laughs> Guys, make sure you hit up all of our social media outlets and send some comments. Let us know uh, if you've recently gone through the house buying process or if you are going to be going through it in the near future. Uh, what, are you, what are you curious about? What kind of questions do you have? Or if you've already done it, let us know what your experience was, uh, what the most difficult part of it was. And uh, we, we'd really like to hear from you on all that. I'm broke as shit and I'm buying a business. Listen, when I tell you I'm broke as shit, like I mean, I'm broke as shit. I live paycheck to paycheck. I get behind on bills. I try to pay one this month, one next month. Man, it is the life over here. But I, it, it just it sucks a little bit extra because of my situation with my last job, man. Like, uh, I had taken a couple of vacation days and never got paid for them. So when, when you're getting paid weekly and you miss a bunch of those days and you're not getting paid for it, uh, it makes it hard to catch up. Like we lost two weeks worth of bills and, um, been struggling to get back in. I'm going to be entering house market in six months. Jack, I'd really like to hear about the house market over in Australia because we were talking about it one day and you were you were telling me some of the prices on some of those things and it, it sounds crazy in comparison. Like it seems like it it's a lot more difficult to buy a house over there or a lot more not more difficult necessarily, but a lot more expensive if I remember right from what you were telling me. But I'm I'm not sure. Again, I don't my remember mom, exactly. My what mom used to watch was. a show on I don't know one of those do-it-yourself channels, and it was like a house buying show up in Canada. Or some <laughs> of those like houses up there, you'd see them down here for like two, three hundred thousand, a million five. Like what the fuck? Yeah. How are people supposed to survive? Yeah, yo, and and we uh. Alex and I were discussing the possibility of moving down south in the future here. And I remember years ago, uh, the the difference in price for real estate between here and the Carolinas was night and day. Like it was so much cheaper down there. But when I'm looking now, the the prices are pretty damn close. Yep. I don't I don't know if the Carolinas got more expensive or if Pennsylvania got less expensive, which I mean it didn't. It couldn't have. It's absurd. But ah man, like not that I could move anytime soon anyway. Like Alex keeps sending these Facebook posts of these nice little farmhouses down in the Carolinas. And I'm like, listen, I don't even want to look at it because then I'm going to fall in love with it and I'm not going to get it. Which brings me to another point. If you are going through a uh, oh. house buying process in the near future, Plan for some heartbreak because oh, that is man. a big part of it. <laughs> and if you if you get the first house you fall in love with, count your blessings. Oh, that sucks. Jack says the prices are still high, but the government's just turned around and said you only need two percent deposit now. It, now over there, is it like one basic loan style, Jack? Because over here we have many different options. 
we've got a lot of different options for different types of loans. Uh, like Justin here is getting an FHA loan uh, and I got a USDA loan. Now, off the top of my head, can I tell you what either of those means? No, I can. I think USDA is like you, United States Department of Agriculture yes. or some shit like that. And FHA, FHA, Federal Housing Association. Federal Housing Association. There. Well, we did a damn good job, man. For not being the informational type of podcast, we did fucking good on that one. I swear. Fucking I've, talked right, to, baby. I've talked to the mortgage broker so many times in the last week. I feel oh, bad for man. these people. I'm I blow up their phones at three o'clock in the morning with questions. Three o'clock in the morning because you're at work, right? Because and I'm at work. That's when you're thinking of it. Speaking so. of being able to think about things, like I really wanted some time to prepare for tonight's show, man. Like I wanted to get home, have some dinner, relax a little you bit. Had six months. Come to on prepare. here. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> six months to prepare. Yeah, it really has been a while to like. I was listening back to some of our uh, recent, recent air quotes episodes. April, April was the last one. Yeah. And they're like so few and far between. It's like one a month. And yep. guys, we really plan. We plan on getting back into the swing of things here. So tonight is a special night. Uh, it was a special broadcast. This Saturday night is going to be, well, it's actually late afternoon on Saturday, is going to be our first regularly scheduled broadcast. We are going to be live at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time with a very special guest. I cannot wait to have this dude on. I'm not going to announce his name yet. Uh, because nobody has nobody has has liked and retweeted my posts. We're supposed to have a goal to set. You know, I can't give you information for free, but you're going to really enjoy this guest that we have on Saturday. I can't wait. And then uh, stay with me now. This is going to be confusing because I have a hard time trying to figure out how to uh, uh, announce this. It's once every other week, every other Saturday. Okay. Every other Saturday. Then the following Thursday is going to be an alternating Thursday. So you're going to have Saturday one week, Thursday the next week, then the next Saturday, then the next. You got it. You get it. Does it make sense? I don't really know how to say it, but that's what it's going to be. Can you say it better than that, Justin? Because I'm fucking drowning here. So it'll start. It'll be this Saturday. Then. Oh, fuck my life. I can't even explain it. And it's my schedule. So this Saturday. And then it would be next Thursday. And then it would be not the... <laughs> not that saturday the following set yeah yeah it's it's gonna it's gonna be every other saturday followed by every other thursday does that work that's what it's gonna be yeah something like that something like that eh, eh. but there will be <laughs> yeah, probably the first and second thursday you'll be rocking solo i'll be working yeah, no worries. Yeah, listen, those we those weeks we'll uh we'll do some anime episodes. How about yeah, that? Yeah, take it over there because nope. <clears throat> listen, yeah. I told you you could be a part of that conversation. We we no, could I be couldn't. uh oh yeah, we could we could try to convince you to watch it. You could give your counter arguments as to why you won't watch it. I don't have time to watch that right now. A thousand episodes True. of fucking 
That's one piece. Hachiyaki or whatever. <laughs> hey, you watched Haikyuu, so I don't want to hear it. It's because my kid liked it. Steph says, house prices are crazy here in Texas, going up insane. Hoping they level out for those who are looking. No way we would be buying right now. So here's my thought process on this too, right? We all talk about the housing market and how it's exploded and how it's a difficult time to buy, but it's a good time to sell. So it makes sense if you're selling and not looking to buy your primary house. Right. So if you own one home and that's where you live, if you're trying to sell now, you're also looking to buy. So while you'll get more value out of your house, you're also going to be spending more on whatever house you're getting. It's the same as when the market's down. If the market's down, you're it's it's still balanced. Does it make sense? Does that make sense? Like if you have a secondary home that you want to sell right now, perfect. Right. Or that's, if you're gonna that's what's happening. Or if you're gonna or if you're gonna sell now. And you're going to rent until the market drops. If you're going to try to hold out till the market drops, that could work too. But if you're looking to sell and then buy immediately, you're not really, you're not really making out on that. It's really no different, right? Am I wrong to assume that? Unless you're downgrading. Unless you're downgrading, but still like downsizing, not downgrading. Yeah. Well, the, the series, the same though. Like you're still getting similar value, right? So like if the market was down and you were still downsizing, it's going to be no different as if the market's up. The only time, like, right. like I said, That's the only, only time it makes it di- to sell your house, you could always rent it too and keep making money off of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we all, we all talk about how the market's crazy and whatnot, but th- I think the only way it's going to work out for you is if you try to time the market. Like you sell right before the the market starts to go down again, which what from what I understand, it was predicted to go down at the end of this year. It's so if you're going down. if you're trying if you're trying to sell and get another house, now would be the time to start. Like start trying to sell your house now because I hear by fall it's supposed to be dropping again. So get your money's worth now and get your value when you go to buy in the fall. It's already started to go down. But uh, I I think I got mine at a good a good price because one similar that somebody we know just sold for almost one sixty. Mm-hmm. So I'm thirty below that, and it's a bigger house. Yeah, I mean I I'll never complain about mine. I got my house right before the market boomed, man. Like. I got in at the right time. And I also I also got in before he did more work to it, which would have bumped up the price. Right. But I got a four bedroom, three bathroom house for seventy seven thousand bucks with an acre of property. Livable, needs some work, but uh it's it's there's nothing wrong with it, man. Steph says if rents were also reasonable, then selling and renting would make sense. The rent at the place we were at before is now almost double. Yeah, see, that's crazy too. Uh, our our area here, we're fairly close to New York City. Like we're right on the New York border in our small town in Pennsylvania. And uh, what happens is people from New York come in and they buy the real estate in this area, and then they start charging rent at what they're used to it being around them. So they don't really research what the income level is like here. Did you and what the see cost the of one living that is went like up this week? 
No. On Riverside, that one at right at the end of Riverside. By uh, the oh no no! It literally the face of it sits right on the road. They redid one of the apartments. I guess it's fucking a two bedroom. They want what is it sixteen hundred a month? Yeah, well that and big that they want big 50, building next to the YMCA is like that too. Fifty four hundred to get in. What's that? Uh, first and last month plus security. Yeah. Listen, that's that's a fucking down payment on a house. This is why this is why Alex and I decided uh, we weren't going to rent anymore when we did, even though we did not have the money set aside to prepare for any extra costs with home ownership, which is a dangerous thing to do. I'm not going to lie about that. That's a very dangerous thing to do. Go in unprepared. Um, we don't really have, I mean, we have credit cards now. I got an extra one once we moved in, but I don't have a high credit limit. Uh, so we only, we can only manage so much, um, if something goes wrong, but, uh, like you get nothing out of renting right. and it costs more to rent. This is why, dude, this is why I think credit is trash. I think the whole concept of credit is trash, right? So you're paying rent which is going to be hundreds of dollars more a month than a mortgage would be. But you go try to get a mortgage and they say your credit's not good enough for it. Okay. So keep me in a rental that I'm having trouble affording. How does that make sense? How does credit make sense? I don't understand it. I really don't like you want to, you want to ask for pay stubs. You want to ask for proof of, uh, you know, work. Yeah. Proof of income. Do that. That's fine. But I don't understand the whole deal with credit. I think credit is bullshit. And I think it hurts more people than it helps. Right. It does. It doesn't make sense to me. But yeah, no, that's why I'm buying too. Like, I own the fucking trailer I'm in, but I rent the lot. Fucking dude, in six years, it went from 250 to almost fucking 500. For, yeah, for property. To, to keep your trailer on a piece of property. That I got to fucking take care of. Like. Yeah, that's the other part that gets me too, right? Like, you're paying rent on that property. Uh, shouldn't they be right. doing the upkeep on it? Shouldn't they be doing the landscaping on it? What are you paying? Just, what, what are you paying for? You're paying for sewer and water, right? Sewer just went in. That actually upped it like 60 bucks two years ago. Uh, yeah, it's got to be it's yeah, but it's got to be a lot better than septic for a place like that. Uh, they pumped it fucking every day. Yeah, every day, really? Yep. Good fucking night, bro. But yeah, it's, my mortgage payment's gonna be four hundred and fifty dollars higher than what I pay for fucking little slab of land yo i'm gonna i'm gonna really make some people cringe and be jealous when i tell them what i pay for my mortgage i won't give you the exact number but it's under 700 dollars a month i pay under 700 dollars a month right now for my mortgage you can't find a place to rent like this nice in this area for less than a thousand bucks like it's absurd. So once I get caught up again, finally, I'm going to start paying every month on the principal too. 
and try to reduce my my mortgage payments by like 10 fucking years. <laughs> my wife pops in the chat and is says, mad. is Justin's boob out? Do you want it I out? love it. For those of you listening to the audio version, when you hear this, uh, we are live on so many different channels. You can find us on the Nonsense and Deep Thoughts channels over on YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. You can also find us on the Blue Collar Media Group Network shows over on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter as well. So there are many different places that you can watch us live. You can catch the videos of the shows afterwards. Uh, make sure you hit up the Nonsense and Deep Thoughts podcast YouTube account for that. Uh, you can watch the VOD on Twitch as well. But uh, those of you watching here on video, we will be available on audio over on Spotify, Apple, Google, and more. So don't fret. I, I, don't worry. We are fucking everywhere now. Partnered up with the Blue Collar Media Group Radio Network. It's an exciting time to be alive. I, I do have to point out here. You've reacted to the chat more than I thought you were gonna. Yeah, it, it's it's mm -hmm. it's your natural thing. Yep, I can't help. Well, I can't help it. I want people you to be need, a part of the conversation. You need that's why you guys. That's why that. you guys listening to the audio version. You need to uh, hop into the live show. You need to. Fuck though. What what else have we been up to the last month? You know, lots of negatives. Lots of negatives. <laughs> and some of them I don't even want to talk negatives. About. I got a lot of positives. Yeah. I've, Aside from your uh, break mini breakdown the other day. Right. But that still was a positive. I was breaking down for a positive reason. But nah, shit's been finally starting to line up a little bit for me. Yeah. Puff, puff. <laughs> <laughs> That's good, though. I'm excited for you, man, because I, I know that you've wanted to get out of there for a while. And you're like you're like Alex and I used to be where we didn't think that we were ever going to be able to own a home. Like, I, I really thought for the longest time that her and I would not be able to buy our own house. Yep. And though I can't have as many people over because narrow road. We're going to have people over. <laughs> it's going to be fun. Well, let's. Uh, Let's go over the, the heartache part of it for those people who are going to be getting into the house hunting search. You know, um, how many houses did you look at and put an offer in on that you didn't get? Me too. Two. The first one I wasn't really sold on, but it was like a really good deal. But it was it, it, it was put up to be a bidding war. It yeah, when you told me about that one, that one was weird. <coughs> it was on the market like for that. three days. It went up Thursday. They wanted offers in Monday by noon. So it was just up for the weekend. And it was up for, what was that, 82000 or something. And it was it was a nice, nice place, nice fenced-in yard. Wasn't real keen on the area, but like I said, the deal was too good right so i knew it was going to be a bidding war i went in thirteen thousand dollars over asking which that seems to be a common thing nowadays too with the way the market is i wasn't even close to it 
it's ridiculous. Like it's ridiculous to me how many people are so willing to pay over market value for a home right now. Like me, if if it wasn't that wasn't if it wasn't price. the that wasn't yeah, market but, price. They knew what they were doing. They put it in right. low on purpose because they knew they'd get over market price at the end. Right, but because people are doing it now anyway. People I are think doing that it that one anyway. sold for like one twenty five, which is what I'm paying for the house I'm getting now. Well, a little less. So yeah, that yeah. one didn't really break my heart. Okay, I was but gonna the, say that one. That one sounds like. It almost sounds like you settled on that one because you I, really I, wanted to yes, get into I something. Did. But at the same time, that same house cost me one I did like. I did really like. So wait, how did how did that one cost you one? Because you put an offer in on that one instead of this other one? Right. And the day, like an hour before I found out I didn't get that one, the other one went to went under contract. It's really crazy how fast it happens. So, like, I was going to, once I found out I didn't get it, I was going to put an offer in on that, the other one, because that's the one I really did want. It was just more expensive. And right. it was off an hour before I found out. I was so pissed. But the real heartbreak happened two days before... I put an offer in on the house I'm getting. My mom was in town. <clears throat> My real estate agent lined up, I don't know, seven houses to go look at. The third house we looked at, I knew that was it. It was at the top of my budget. It was beautiful. <laughs> beautiful. The yard was beautiful. That was that fenced-in one you showed fenced me, yeah? Fenced-in, brand-new pool, big wraparound deck. Oh yeah, with the that had the little shed the, or garage off the side of it. Yeah, had yeah. over almost half of the deck. It was it was it was an amazing house. Yeah, that one was cool. So, that neighborhood I think was nice. Uh, yep. So we went to my sister's house afterwards for her baby shower, and uh, I literally just sat there and I was going over everything in my head, talking with my mom, and she was. She was like, fucking put in for it, but be aggressive. So the asking price was like 10000 under my limit. I went in at my limit. Yeah. Knowing there was a good chance I wasn't going to get it. I, I, I knew it. <laughs> and I got the call the next day that I didn't get it, and I was fucking heartbroken. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's it really is bound to happen. Um, and my I've, family's been really involved in this process with me, asking, like, sending me listings, asking how the shit's going. Da, da, da. So my sister, I can turn this back on now. <laughs> my sister asked me, you know, if I had heard anything on the one that I fell in love with, and I said no. And then when I got the message that I didn't get it. I told her, I told my mom. So my sister goes on to whatever real estate site starts scrolling and sends me a link to the one I ended up putting an offer in on. Cause I had seen it before. And the day I was supposed to go look at it, it went into contract. 
So I saw it pop back up, sends it to my real estate agent. I said, I want to know why it came off the, or why it came back to the market. I want to know what happened. Whoever had put an offer on on it didn't make it through the mental breakdown stage and just backed out. Yeah. So we went and saw it Monday. And before I left, I told her I wanted to put an offer in on it. I ended up going in at asking price and I would beat any other offer by a thousand dollars to 10,000 over asking. And I got it for a thousand over asking. So that's yeah. <clears throat> you were now you were going to go in a little higher than that. You told I was, me right? I was going to go in 7,000 over asking. And then we decided to do the escalation. And I know I knew I didn't want to end up 10 more than 10,000 over. Yeah, so, so it's said, a good thing. Right, it's a good it, thing she asked go you about that. Yeah. No, well, no, I thought of that. Oh, okay. She asked me about the escalation. I said, all right, we'll do that. But then it was only like a $3,000. Right. Oh, you're going out again? You're going out again, right? Right at the good part of the story, man. Oh, my goodness. Just unplug the camera and plug it back in. See if that helps. The Well, it looks like the whole thing froze because I don't have your audio either. Oh, but anyway, while we uh, wait to get Justin back again, um, he might need to he might need to use a, a fan for that laptop too. Who knows? But uh, the heartbreak is real when when you're on the hunt for a, a home, and when you fall in love with a house and find out you can't get it, it pays to have that support system. Man, like the the crazy thing too though is the first house that we fell in love with. Uh, my wife commented on it here in chat, uh, the house that we wanted so badly, the one that she fell in love with. Now she was in love with it more than I was. Uh, I really liked it. I really, really liked it. Don't get me wrong, but she had, she had this deep love for it. Um, had a nice little stone patio that she imagined sitting sitting in some furniture in the early morning, drinking her coffee. Uh, it had a bunch of outbuildings, little barn that you could have goats and chickens in and shit. And she was very excited about that. Like it was just, it was the perfect property for what we were looking for right now. The crazy thing about it is that property, it was, a an 80, I think it was an 89 acre property. There were, Third, like 30 acres on one side of the road and another 50 some on the other side of the road. And then it had that house on it. And we looked at it just for shits and giggles. And we had talked to the real estate agent and, you know, we're like, you know, we don't really want to look at it unless we can get just the house. Like if, if they'll sell the house in like an acre or two, like section it off, parcel it out. Uh, that's that we would definitely want to do. And she's like, well, I'll ask them. I don't think they want to. Uh, so she did. She asked them and she messaged me back. She's like, yeah, they don't they don't really want to parcel it out. They want to sell the thing as a whole. So, OK, whatever. No big love loss or anything like that. We we're like, it sucks. We really liked it. We really wanted it. We hoped that they could do it. And we were hoping we could talk them into it. And we said, listen, if something changes, let us know, because we really want this. We want this house. We want this property. This is what we want. The next day she messaged us and said, someone else wants the property but they don't want the house. So uh, we worked everything out. We, we got it. Uh, 
we got it all back and we put in an offer and we were ready to go. Uh, they were going to accept our offer, which was literally our offer was at the top of what I could get. And it would have been hard to do, but we were ready to try. And uh, turned out that the people that wanted the rest of the property, they wanted to go and build back in the back of the property there. And they were going to use our driveway as an easeway. And we were like, what or an easement? We were like, whatever, you do what you have to do so we can get this house. They ended up backing out. And it absolutely crushed my wife. It crushed Alex something fierce. I remember that one. <laughs> and she says, dude, <laughs> she, she says if we win the lottery, we can go buy it and do a full renovation. <laughs> I wish this damn computer had a way to hardwire it. Uh, what is it just, is it the Wi-Fi that it's kind of fucking up on or what? No, it keeps t telling me that it doesn't even have an option to connect to Wi-Fi. Uh, that's strange. Well, yeah, you'll have to try out, you'll have to try out the other laptop again and throw that fan under it and see how that works. It really should be all right, but we'll, we'll figure it out. We'll get shit sorted because I really like. I really like this. I, I'm I'm very happy with this whole setup. So we got to make sure that it's tip top. It'll be way better once I get into my new house, and it'll be more. It'll be brighter because you'll have your own space set aside. Yeah. Oh yeah. But that wasn't oh, yeah. that wasn't the only house we had our, our hearts broken on. We had a we had a few more we looked at. We put in an offer on two others. The one that we well no no we put an offer in on one other. It got rejected. We were going to put a counter offer in, but it already sold. Uh, they accepted a different offer. Then another one we looked at, which was fairly close to where we're at now. It was out on uh, Adam Smith or Adam's Pond. Adam Smith. Yeah. Adam's Pond Road. And um, we really liked that property. It had five acres with it. It was nice. Uh, we talked to our real estate agent and we told him, yeah, we'll, we'll put an offer in on that. So he went to put the offer in and he's, he got back to us later that day. He's like, Oh, um, it's, it just went on a contract today. We're like, fuck. Um, and then there was the, the other one that was really bad, uh, was again, kind of out in this area. And we were told, uh, the old woman ended up moving into the nursing home and her neighbor was selling the property for her. Uh, turns out it, it ended up, we thought it was a modular with a basement uh, and a foundation and whatnot, but it turns out it was just a, a double wide trailer. Didn't know that until after the fact, but we were told that they were trying to get, I think it was 105,000 for it. And we're like, Oh, well, we'll, we'll try to offer like 90 or 85, see what happens. So we get there and we look at the entire place and we're going over it. And uh, I go to the guy. I'm like, all right, so what are you trying to get out of this? And he said 155000 As soon as he said that, Alex walked out of the house in tears. Which one was that? This one, uh, it was like a yellow house. It was kind of out this way by us uh, 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 towards towards her aunt's house. Because I saw her thing say the goat house. That's the one. At the yeah, that's the one. That's the one because it had a big goat barn. It had a big goat barn there. It's not the one on the corner of a Wego, is it? No, no, no. This is that's what if, I know is the goat house because they had the little goat barn right there that sits on the Owego side. Oh, yeah. No, that one turned ooh, out that one we, road. That one we wanted to look at too. That's another story. I'll tell that one in a minute. But no, this one, this one's uh out towards her aunt's her aunt Cindy's house. Oh, okay. It's out that way. And it's off a little side road over there. 
And it was it was nice. She really she really liked the property. I liked the property. It had a huge fucking yard. It was great. It was nice. But he said 155,000. We were like, are you out of your mind? What are you smoking? So we're like, all right, I can't even put in an offer on this. So we left and turns out a few weeks later, it sold for like 80,000 bucks or something. But because it was a because it ended up being a double wide trailer and not a modular like we thought, uh, we wouldn't have been able to get a loan for it anyway. USDA wouldn't allow that. So fuck that. But yeah, the goat house off of a Wego there. We wanted to look at that house when it was for sale. It was a little bit on the smaller side. We didn't realize how small it was until we talked to the real estate agent. But uh, we talked to Jeremy. But turns out that one had squatters in it. So we would have had that. We would have had to wait until the squatters got out of it, like because they had to be patient because the squatters' rights and all that shit. So that one was fucked up, man. That one was fucked up. I know. I never heard of something like that before. Buying that house because I like that little barn that it had, and you could have dogs and just let them be out there all year. Yeah, like that would be great for huskies. You could just throw them out there all year. <clears throat> but yeah, it's just weird how things work out. Like I found out I didn't get the house I fell in love with. Oh man, I really wish I got that one. But in, in the same sense. I'm struggling with the one I'm at now, and I'm $20,000 difference in the mortgage cheaper. I can't imagine <laughs> how much I'd be fucking stressing and struggling yeah. trying to scrounge money for the other one. And then within 45 minutes to have my sister send me a listing of a house I wanted to go see when it was originally on the market and then seeing it and getting my offer accepted for it within two days i was it was like heartbreak to elation like i couldn't even when she told me we got it i i didn't even i couldn't react i had no reaction i didn't know what to think it took 36 hours to like sink in and I wasn't freaking out about how the hell am I going to do it? And then two days later, I started freaking out again because I got the loan estimate from the mortgage company. So it was like that whole thing again, freaking out. How am I going to do it? And I'm like, but hopefully that's the most stressful part of this process. Yeah, I think I think from here on out, your your toughest thing will be making sure everything that was found during inspection gets taken care of. Yep. Once that's done, you you just ride it out until closing. Sign the papers. Which prepare your wrist, bro. Prepare your wrist because you're gonna get carpal tunnel from all the signing you're gonna do. Like I signed paperwork for at least 15 minutes. It was the most ridiculous thing. <laughs> just send that shit to me so it. I can hit the sign button on a computer. Yeah, right. It's it just doesn't work that way. But that's what you said before uh brings up another really valid point, man. Um, where you said you're twenty thousand under where you would have been at with the other house, and you can't imagine how much of a struggle you'd be going through and how much stress you'd be going through trying to scrounge up enough for closing for that. So with that said, just because you're approved for a certain amount doesn't mean, hey, I'm going to go look at a house that's up to that value. 
right. got to make sure you got to make sure you keep some money under that value for closing and whatever the costs may rise up. Like oh, no. I only did this Absolutely. once and I don't I don't know all the extra costs that are that are in with it, but Absolutely. I know Absolutely. Like I didn't I what I'm paying now, I'm just it's just un, well, yeah, it's just under 130. I didn't yeah. want to be close to that, but with the way the market was, I had to to get yep. something I wanted. And then I have I have guys at work. I've shown them pictures, and it's got a basement. They're like, oh, you're going to make the basement a man cave? I said, why? The whole fucking house is a man cave. There's one room in the house that's not mine. <laughs> the whole thing is a man cave. For sure. Until until you find the lucky Mrs. Justin to come in and ruin I don't know your if day. There's going to be another Mrs. <laughs> there might be a, a Miss New Booty, but. <laughs> yeah. If you say so. <laughs> But yeah, I know there's more stress to come, but I, I don't want to get back to the level I was at a week ago. I, t- I tell you what, man, uh, again, like the whole process of buying a house and trying to get into it is just such a roller coaster. Because like you said, you went from the highest high to the lowest low when you lost that house. You didn't get it. Um, at the end, you're going back up to that highest high. So you're really stressed out now and you're, you're worried about getting to close and making sure everything's finalized. But I tell you what, man, once you sign that last piece of paper and they hand you your keys, it's like this giant weight comes off of your chest. Like it's so incredible. And then the, then the biggest thing you have to worry about is moving all your shit. Right. It'll it'll all be packed. Which moving is never moving is never a fun process. It's a pain in the ass. But but you know what? When you have have you. Well, when you (laughs) have yeah, of course. (laughs) When you have it in your mind that now you're not just moving to another rental. Now you're moving to something that feels more final. Uh, at least for people like you and me, something like this feels more final. Like I have moved around a lot in my life. And when I got this house and we got here and we got all our shit in, even before you start unboxing everything, you get everything in the house and you just get outside. We got outside on the porch and we were like, it's over. This is it. This is our home. That feeling is like euphoria, man. It's so perfect. It's so perfect. I, I cannot wait to get there. I'm so happy that my expected closing day is a Friday that I'm off. So then that means I have Saturday and Sunday to, to like enjoy it. And, and yes, Alex, I have started packing. Well, tomorrow I will start packing. Starting to pack already is a smart thing to do. I, I think we started a few weeks in advance too, if I remember right. Basically what it means is I'm going to start throwing shit away. That's how, listen, that's how I clean and get shit done too. Like if I clean this house, that's what it's going to be, man. Just throwing shit away. And it's, it's going to be so nice because now my toolbox, which I have sitting in my fucking living room, has a <laughs> workshop to go into. Like I have nice. so much more room to organize shit so it's not so cluttered. Because you were here today. Yep. It's, it's, it's messy, but if I had... 
actual space. This, this guys, this is why this is why Justin's light is dim because no, I, it's dim. He didn't want to clean. Like, I'm an I'm a night shift person. I, I hate daylight. Yeah. I hate lights. True story. But, Plus, not gonna lie that that one that you have on you right now, it's a ring light on the camera. So when you look at the camera, if it's on its brightest setting, all you see is that fucking ring. When you look away I, from it, it I fucking find a, sucks. While I'm here, I need to find a better angle because I can't look at the camera and see you. I need to figure something out. Yeah, well, I'm the same way. I just keep looking. I just keep looking up. It is. I have it to is. look so far up, though. Eh, you don't have to worry about it. Pretend it's not even there. You're okay, bud. Yeah, I have a feeling back. my closing might get pushed back a little bit, too. You think so? <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, ours got pushed back because of the same reason, because of stuff that was found on inspection. So shit that had to get fixed. But what that does is it gives me more time to save more money for when I get in there. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah, I can't I can't, I can't wait. I'm excited for you, man. I'm not excited to help you move. Um I'm probably gonna kill myself. Especially on that hill, homie. <laughs> Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully the doorways in that house are wide enough to get big furniture through. They are. They are. Fucking, I'm I'm so over the moving process. The like, steps going sucks. upstairs are pretty wide too. And then it's got a if we have to make a crazy turn, it's got a big closet to back into. Like big. It's that's gonna end up being a, a half bath, but good. But good. yes, um so the story from Sunday. I got out of work. I had home inspection scheduled for eight. I get out of work at seven. The house is 10 minutes from my job. So I get there about 20 after seven because I putzed around a little bit. Back into the parking spot and I'm sitting there waiting for the inspector. <clears throat> I see the neighbors cross the street come out with their dog to walk their dog. And they just keep looking at me. Keep looking at me. Keep looking at me. Keep looking at me. Finally, she starts walking down to me, so I put the window down. I said hi, and she asked who I was because um, she's the seller of the house. <laughs> so I explained the situation, and it sits on a pretty – it's sort of like Terrace Street. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a hill. Perfect. Can't wait. And it's narrow. So I asked her, I said, how's the road in the winter? I'm not that far up the hill, but it's still, I've heard that hill kind of sucks. She goes, oh, it's one of the first roads taken care of. You'll probably hear the DPW trucks going by like 3, 30, 4 o'clock if there's a snow overnight. Because we got a lot of nurses and borough workers at the top of the hill that need to get to work. Then her husband mm -hmm. leans in and goes, she's the mayor. <laughs> so, yep, I'm Hooray. the street from the mayor. I'm posh, bitch. Puff, puff, pass. That's super exciting. I bet you cannot wait. Who knows? Maybe you'll be. Maybe you'll be great friends with her. She you seems really nice. I just hope they don't mind my habits. <laughs> Listen, man. I, you know what? That's going to be another episode of ours. Um, we're going to discuss. We're going to discuss some uh, marijuana stuff. You know, we're going to discuss the differences between that and alcohol. So all I'll say is that's what I'm. That's you see, could be an alcoholic and just I fucking was. be in a, a loud fucking 
obnoxious asshole of a drunk. And or this, you could this house smoke a little bit and pass the fuck out. I mean, this house do does not... Uh, a drunk could not live at this house because you will not be able to park your car. <laughs> <laughs> the that one parking spot perfect. is so small, and if you go too far, you fall off the ledge, and then the other one is like a pull-off that's paved, but if you go too far, you're fucking falling off a retaining wall. Actually, I think they have a guardrail there. Good. Good. It's not, listen, now, it's not as bad as the house you had uh, in Tinkwig, is it? The hill? The hill, yeah. It's not that bad, is it? Like that one? I don't think it's that steep. I I fucking hope not. It's I fucking hope not, but not that steep. That'll be bad news, Bears. I won't be happy about that. I really won't. I mean, we could. There's a flat spot <laughs> we can unload at. Good enough. But I mean, so, I don't guys, that much big shit. W- just remember when uh, when you do finally have an offer accepted on the house. Um, don't make any large deposits in your bank account. Don't open up any other lines of credit before closing. Don't make any cash deposits in your bank account. Mm-mm. Not nope, even 20 bucks. Shit. Um, and, uh, you know, just coast on into the closing. And once that's done and over with, the hardest part is moving. That's all. That's, all that's like move. I need to go to the bank tomorrow to get cash out. I'm thinking about writing myself a check for cash and on the memo line putting money for laundry this way they can track that too like i took fucking cash <laughs> out why did he take yeah. cash out this is why i took cash out Yep. i'm like i'm gonna make sure to dot my t's and cross my eyes not using my credit card i'm using my debit card for everything again yeah until closing so it's not a bad idea but yeah no i actually got to get a hold of the bank tomorrow anyway to get a copy of the check that was just cash for the deposit <clears throat> that got put into escrow, whatever the hell escrow. I know what es- it the account is, but <laughs> they came up with that name. I don't fucking know, man, because English is weird, right? English is just weird. That it is. All right. Well, I think uh, I think that's a, a decent way to come back and say Yo, hello. Amazed, because- amazed. That's that. That's what I'm saying. Like. That was my plan to hop the <laughs> house when I first fucking got in. And now I have the mayor across the street. And I'm like, well, the cops are only two minutes away. I could be really screwed here. You could. But, I mean, you could have a medical card, too. And who is she to come over and ask you? She can't. Very can't true. she? If I Very remember, true. right? You can't just openly ask people something like that. But uh, I think, you know, I have waited all week for this. Uh, I've waited for a long time for us to be able to do something like this and get back in into the swing of things with the podcast. Uh, and I'm super excited to have the platform for it now that we do. So I think this was this was a fun night and a good way to get back into it. And well, I'm I super just, fucking stoked for Saturday. I know you said you can hear me fine with my mic that far away. I'm just. How's everybody else hear me like amazed? How's the sound? <laughs> That's what I'm. I don't know what the difference is between me sitting on top of your mic like I'm fucking deep throating it at your house. You can you can 110% when you leaned into the microphone before sounded a lot better. I can hear you clearly right now, but you're very echoey. 
if you get up on top of the microphone like I am, like, you know, not like that where you're eating it, but where it's in front of your face like it's supposed to be, it sounds a lot crisper and a lot cleaner. I know. I couldn't um, figure that out, so we just kind of rolled with it today. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, fucking set up your situation however the fuck you want to to be comfortable. And we're set, man. Uh, Amaze says, I want to be on a pop podcast. Well, listen, for that episode, I would love to bring you on because you are you are the resident expert. Justin, that's who you got to talk to if you want a care package, man. Bet, let's do it. But not for real. <laughs> now, maybe your excitement can die down a little bit. Well, listen, okay, understand me. All right, listen and understand because me. All that did you're seeing your excitement and me being like, I, I, I want to do like, don't get me wrong, I'm excited, but I'm just like, you're up here and I'm like, here right now. I'm like, uh, whose problem is that? That's not a me problem. No, because you're, <laughs> it's, it's just because I know it, it's going to add a little, a well, little listen, more listen, stress to all, all, all I need from you is to show up and commit to times. That's it. Everything else I do, and you know that. Okay, but right? you all know I how need hard is it is to me times. for me to commit to times. Bro, lesson, lesson, lesson. All I you was got, asleep at the time we were that, supposed to do the fucking podcast. Fucking right. we were, he had no idea I pushed it back to 7 o'clock. He had no idea. No, I walked in his house at like 6.15. It was 6.17 when I fucking woke his ass up. All you got to do is set an alarm, if I that's the case. I hear you come in the fucking house. Set up an alarm, and you're good to go. All I need from you is a consistent schedule so I can reach out to these wonderful people who want to be on the show with us and schedule them. And that's the only part that I need to be professional about, man. Once we get on the show, you want to dick around and just talk about anything? Fucking let's fucking do it. Same as always. That's it. All right. So, 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 so before you want to end this... uh. <laughs> another big series going on today or the last four days today's yeah day how many four. have the braves won i know we won one or two 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 but your boy who's that fucking dude spencer on your team spencer strider strider oh yeah 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 strider mm -hmm. spencer yep he got a big mouth is he a he's pitcher the, yes he's the pitcher oh 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 <laughs> i hope alonzo fucking smokes that motherfucker Oh yeah, he's got a mouth like fucking Rocker used to spouting I, off about the Mets. I haven't, I haven't seen it yet, but it's nice to see rivalries are still alive and well in Major League Baseball. Like talking mad shit, like the Mets I gotta, a lot of I gotta keep hits. up Come on, on it. now. A lot of lucky hits to give us seventy five fucking wins on the year. That ain't luck. They're good. <laughs> Which reminds me, guys, you know, if you want to keep up on your sports, all you got to do is uh, follow the Into the Lab podcast. They go live at. I believe it's 8.45 p.m. Eastern Standard Time every Wednesday night on the Blue Collar Media Group Network. And um, you could also follow the general uh, Steve Reisner at, uh, on Twitter at Reisner underscore Steve. If I do recall correctly, I'm trying to remember everyone's handles. But if you follow them, I thought your you memory keep up on shot. all your sports you remember shit. shit like this? But what's that? Oh, my memory is shot. But you remember shit like this? I don't it's remember... It's very selective. I, see, I didn't even my memory selective. My that's what's scrolling across the bottom. I didn't even remember my TikTok. Is that the right one? Because you did the same thing but added a two because you got your account deleted for something stupid, right? Yeah, because I was smoking a cigarette they thought it was a fucking joint. <laughs> oh, that's what that was. Hey, there's the guy. 
There's Fire Exit Gaming is popping guy. into chat. You are in the right place. You are a tad bit late, but don't worry. You could go back. You could watch the VOD. You could see it over on YouTube. You could even watch the old video over on Twitter as well on any of the Nonsense and Deep Thoughts podcast pages or the Blue Collar Media Group radio network pages as well. Uh, don't fret. Even if you want to listen to the audio version tomorrow on your way to work, you can do that. Actually, will I have it up by tomorrow? You fucking A right. I'm going to I'm gonna work on that right after stream. Um, we are going to get that this shit up on audio. Stream. This is a podcast. It's a live stream, live broadcast. It's all the same to me. Hey, man, I'm a streamer. That's how I speak. It is what it is, baby. <laughs> Damn. Oh, been a long how's, time. It, yeah, I have to say, it is weird not being able to fucking smack you as we're goddamn talking. I I like this, though. I like being able to see you. I like being able to hear you most of all. I was going to ask you too. Can I delete that last episode we put up, man? Because the audio quality is just awful. And if somebody goes to listen to our podcast and they listen to that one first, they're going to be like, I am listening to this. I don't care. <laughs> I, I didn't listen to it. So Justin doesn't listen to any of our episodes. He doesn't I listen hate the to sound the playbacks of voice. at all. Yep. Most people do. Voice. That's a common thing, man. That's a very common <laughs> thing. Especially when I sound like this. Like, I sound like ass tonight. I, I don't really like the sound of my own voice either. But, you know, for the sake of research and trying to review my own work to see where I can improve, I have to listen to it. I have no choice. Oh, do you? Mm-hmm. I have to. Since you won't, somebody's got to. <laughs> Maybe this will just be my thing where you can just see my silhouette in the dark. I like that. And then and then when we go to make NDT merch, your shirts can just be a silhouette of you. Yeah. Yeah. The I think mystique. it sounds perfect. To go from to go from streaming never with a camera. Right? To streaming with just like a dark silhouette. That's going to be my thing. That fits in with the fucking the whole Raven Edgar Allan Poe shit too. <laughs> yeah. Do you see? Uh, do you see the message that you have here from Amaze? Uh, if if you want a care package for an episode, let her know. Okay. Just you, you got to send it to the, this guy. This, this the answer. This the guy. answer is yes. The answer is always yes, right, Justin? Yes. Yeah, I thought okay. so. Send it to and him don't you don't you worry, Fire. We have a plan in the works to get Amaze on the show. We're going to have to get together and figure out when works because we need the resident expert on cannabis to come on and shed a little bit of light. And uh, we're going to discuss we're going to discuss why it should be legal. Plain and simple. And why, why I should, should be, be able to do it on camera. Oh. <laughs> uh, there's 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 many benefits to it and I I can't wait to chat with her about it. But I think I think that's about that's about going to do it, don't you think? Unless you have some more shit you want to get to. It don't matter. I listen, I live flying by the seat of my pants. We've talked yeah. about this. I know this. I know this. But all right, I think that's going to do it because I do have to edit a little bit of this and get it out on the audio version for all of you beautiful listeners to listen to this weekend in your car, in your in your house, in your shop, anywhere you're listening. Uh, 
I thank you guys, dude. Seriously, thank you to everybody for the continued support and for being here, even through our little uh, hit or miss hiatus that we have been on. Uh, we really, we really appreciate it. Huh? Work on that. I need to work on that. And get a better laptop or something. Yeah, we'll figure it out. It's uh, listen. It's a good start. Um, being a part of the Blue Collar Media Group network and and being able to utilize this platform is really nice. I think. You know what else I think would be nice? Uh, maybe we should take some applications to get ourselves a producer. For when we're doing some episodes uh, where we require research and screen shares and and all kinds of stuff. Because, listen, when I uh, when I did the broad... involves paying people. No, it doesn't. They'd just be a part of the team just like you and me. Has nothing to do with that. Not unless we hit it big. It listen, if you if you want to help produce the show and you help us hit it big, then we can discuss uh profit sharing. But as of right now, this is a just for fun podcast. We don't make any profit off of this whatsoever. We don't even have any merchandise yet. So <laughs> if anybody out there would like to try their hand at being a producer for us and joining us on the show and doing the legwork with the with the research while we're on here and handling comments and all that nonsense. Uh, hit us up, send us a message, hit a, reach out to us any on any social media platform, uh, and we'll discuss it because I could really, I could really use that. Listen, when I when I helped with the uh, when I hosted the Call of Duty tournament last month, I had Steph uh, Manon here on Twitch uh, do the producing for me. So she kept track of the scores. She pulled up the streams. She did all the screen sharing work. She did all the behind the scenes stuff. All I did was talk. I talked, I interacted with people and she did everything behind the scenes and it was phenomenal. She did an amazing job. And I got to tell you, that was my first experience ever with having someone produce a show for me and do all the behind the scenes stuff. And it was incredible. It made it so much nicer. So if we could have someone that wants to be a part of the team and help us out, I'm down. Jeez, I'll feel super special then hey right i'm telling you i'm telling you we're making need, we're making big changes this year we're taking big steps we're doing this i need to work on the camera angle but then yeah, it's all gonna it's it. all gonna fucking change well it'll get better the closer i get to closing and and get done with shit dude and then you make then you get your new house and you get your space set up for streaming for the podcast it's gonna be perfect I'm even changing up my room here eventually in the next couple of months. So the fuck are you talking about? I'm gonna be doing this shit from my deck. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, fuck the general yeah. is gonna like you, man. I'm telling you what, the general is gonna like you. And you know what? I hope Ernest and Steve listened to this or watch this entire episode here so that they can see that you are like Steve. And I am like Ernest. It is like it is like the same kind of dynamic that they have that you and I have. Very similar. I'm I fucking I'm, love it. I'm legit gonna do episodes from my deck. I I believe it, but I don't even give a shit a if, you, if, if you look noise. at me. I'm gonna have the camera facing the fucking view in the yard. Like <laughs> whatever makes you happy, man. Whatever makes shit, you happy. As yeah. long as we can hear you, that's all I care about. But when I do do it inside, you're definitely gonna see Mets. Giants, Apex shit. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that's going to do it for tonight. Uh, I think it was a fantastic episode back. Very excited to be back and be doing this live. So uh, with all of that said, Saturday night, 
we are going to be on at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time with a very special guest. Uh, this guest, they uh, they are going to be starting up a podcast of their own, and they're going to talk about it with us on Saturday. It's very inspirational stuff. The man is a fantastic speaker. You're all going to love him. I hope that you guys share the word on this episode uh, on Saturday's episode and pull people in to hang out with us and, and meet our guest. <sighs> all right. So with all that, you look so emotional now <laughs> because you can actually see my face, but with all that, man, I'm, I'm ready to head out. I'm ready to get ready for Saturday. So we'll see you soon. Saturday will be more prepared later. <laughs>